Welcome to the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell. Great to have you with us each and every weekend here on KSIM and KZIM. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, an organization that is no stranger to the talk show and no stranger to the community. It is Spread Hope Now, which has been spreading hope in all different types of ways throughout our community since uh, it began uh, years ago. Um, and one of those um, that uh, helped start the organization, is a big part of the organization, is Marianne Moyers. And Marianne, always uh, good to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here, Glenn. So for those that don't know, who may be tuning in, have, have never heard of Spread Hope Now. And I know that seems hard to believe because you've all <laughs> been doing so many things, but there are, you know, some people who don't know what is Spread Hope Now. Well, it's a totally different kind of organization. We, um, we're actually like a ministry. Um, anyone can participate, but we're a volunteer organization that helps those in our community who are in crisis. And we do that a number of ways. We do that by meeting people's needs um, at different times during the year, but also um, for people who are in crisis and, and need furniture and a way to start, start their home or, some, or need things for their home, then we can provide those things free of charge. I know you and I have talked, you know, before about many times about Spread Hope Now, and I, the thing that is so interesting to me is how this started and to where it is today, and it just seems like somebody has an idea that you know, have we thought about doing this, and it just happens, and and the, the, it just it has just grown over the years. It really has, and it's a surprise to all of us. Every time we now have a, a very large building, um, as most people know, at uh, the old Fisherman's Net building on King's Highway, and um, I still pinch myself just about every time I walk in and see how it's grown, and that's totally because of the um, commitment of churches and people in our community to care for other people around us. And it is uh, interesting because this is not associated with just one church or one denomination. I mean, this is supported by just all the churches in the community. It really is. Um, it's it's also supported by civic clubs and um, the city of Sykeston and just really anybody who wants to join in. Um, there are many churches that involved in our newest event that's coming up. Our latest event will have over 30 churches and organizations involved. So it just keeps growing. Um, people just always have an interest to help somebody else. And, 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 and I hate to sound like a broken record because we have talked about this many times before, but it's just a great thing about Sykeston, how they just come together to help people. I really, really do. And, and I'm always amazed by it. I don't know why I'm surprised, but it just seems like whenever there is a need, somebody steps up to meet that need and not just barely meet it, to be, but to be very generous and, and um, give everybody a, a help, you know, a, a helping hand whenever they need it. Well, especially in, in today's world where everything seems so negative and, you know, like everything's about to end, essentially, but um, there's there's good people doing good things around here. There definitely are, and, and one of the things that people may have noticed um, if they're on Facebook is that um, when the virus hit, of course, the restaurants in our area were just hit uh, just so hard, and so many of them uh, contacted us and said, can we, we want to give to people who are homebound and senior citizens. And um, while the restaurants were actually just fighting for their own survival, they gave anyway and, and gave these meals for free so that we could deliver them. It's a ministry we've never done before, but we were able to reach a segment of the population that was afraid and anxious and alone. 
And we did that. We delivered those in a very safe way and were able to connect those meals to where they needed to go. So COVID has definitely changed a lot of things. It's changed how we've done church and also how we do ministry. What are some things that you've all had to do differently because of COVID? We definitely did have to make some adjustments. Um, We were delivering furniture almost every Saturday, and that's a group of uh, people from all different churches that that deliver furniture and household essentials to those in need. And and we did quit that for a while. Um, We take donations every Saturday, and we cut that off for just a little while. But all through that, we still took um, phone calls and things like that. And if we were able to leave things on people's porch or send out encouraging words, let people know we were praying for them, um, we just met needs in different ways. And it, it was a good time to be creative. One of the things that I learned early on, um, well, my first mission trip down to Mexico, we had planned and planned and planned, you know, the whole thing. And then we got down there and we learned that everything that we planned got thrown out the window and we totally had to redo everything. But that's ministry work. I mean, you know, things don't always go as planned and the ministry is still there and you just got to find a way to do it. You do. And, and, it was a great time for us to listen to um, to other people and what their needs were, but also listen to volunteers. We have people involved delivering meals or or picking things up for people or just connecting with people that have never really worked with us before, and they were just maybe they couldn't see their own grandparents or or you know or they were just hurting for those around them, and and so they were looking for ways to serve other people and not be focused on themselves. I think. Yeah, and it is tough. Um, you know, I have a loved one that's in a nursing center, and uh, I know several others have uh, family members in nursing centers who have been essentially locked in since like March, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's other things going on. It just kind of really, know, it's really a scary time, yeah. and I, and I think um, I think that serving others just gives everybody hope. It gives us um, a way to make somebody's life a little better, and again, get our focus off of of you know how how shifting and changing things are right now. And, if, and, and I think, too, Marianne, it, it allows you to the opportunity to think differently and, mm-hmm. and to branch out and look for new opportunities when, when you're in a, a you know, time of crisis like, like now, right? So right. Um, Spread Hope Now does all these different things. It's, it's made up of volunteers from all different walks of life. And um, you mentioned uh, the churches that are involved and the people that are involved. I mean, this is... You know, uh, we've talked about it before, but it, it's it started with this one event and and just kind of kind of grew uh, into what it is now. And I and I almost kind of feel like, gosh, is there anything you guys can't do in the in the community because of all the support that you have? I think that's the fun part of it is that because we're um, you know we are totally funded by just um, donations from from people in the community. We don't really fundraise. And a lot of our work is just done by volunteers. There really isn't a limit to what we can do. We can, we can shift um, directions really quickly if the situation calls for it because there's not really any red tape or anything like that. We have a board of 15 people that are they're just visionaries. They, they, uh, I'm just in awe of them. They're dreamers, and they like to sit around a table and say, what do we think God can do with this? And then we just kind of sit back and watch it happen. It's it's a really fun place to be. It's also and it's also kind of scary because you 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 know you're trying to follow the will of God and and to do what you believe he he wants you to do. And some of that that you guys have been doing or that you started really took a big leap of faith. 
It, yes, it, re- it really was a big leap of faith. And, and I think, just like you're talking about your mission trip, we didn't really know what it was going to look like. Um, it, we didn't have a plan, which was, was a little, uh, you know, scary for me because I'm a planner and there wasn't really anything that we could point to, um, specifically that we wanted to do in the beginning other than, you know, to, to kind of do more of what we were doing with some of the event things. But, it drives us to see what needs are, and they're constantly changing. And uh, God's plans always are better than ours. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's good to just wait and see what He wants to do, and then we can just be the hands and feet. And you know what's really neat too, uh, Marianne, is that when you do those things and they unfold and they begin to work, and you see all that God is doing through that particular ministry, um, how encouraging that is, and it just kind of drives you to want to do more. It definitely does, and and it's it's all it's not always the really big things. Um, sometimes we'll get a call and somebody will need a bicycle to get to work, and we haven't had a bicycle donated in a while. And we'll watch, and two or three hours later, somebody will call and say, do you happen to take bicycles? So and what seems like a small thing to us really changes someone else's life, and they can get back and forth to work. You know, and there's those things all the way up to the really large things that impact our community as a whole. And that's what this is really about. It's about impacting the community in a, in a loving way uh, right. to make a positive impact in someone's life. So we're talking with Marianne Moyers today. Marianne is uh, with Spread Hope Now. In a moment, we're going to talk about a big thing that's coming up, which is School Fest, and that is huge. Lots of kids, lots of people come to that every single year. Um, but people who may be listening and are, are, are encouraged and want to volunteer, I mean, how does someone volunteer for, for Spread Hope Now? All you have to do is go to our website, which is spreadhopenow.org, O-R-G, and um, you can message us or um, email us, either one. Um, we have a Facebook page, and just just let us know um, that you want to volunteer, and we will contact you. Um, we also have on our website, we have a place that says, Love Your Neighbor, right across the top that you can click on, and it tells you a lot of the um, available projects and things that we have going on, so that you can kind of put yourself in that situation, you know, and see what you're comfortable with, or maybe you want to not be comfortable and <laughs> pick something you've never done before. Well, you know, it's funny, because ministry work, too, is being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Right. And so there's yeah. times you just got to jump in and do things. Well, I think so, and, and I think um, that's what makes life exciting. And um, there's just really a, a blessing when you step outside of your comfort zone to, and and move into something you haven't done before. And I think you get results that you you don't expect that way. Well, you get the experience, and also sometimes you just learn a new skill set. Right. Right, exactly. You just never know. It's nice to team up with like-minded people who are moving in a positive direction, and that's what Spread Hope is all about. Spread Hope Now is all about. Today we're talking with Marianne Moyers. Marianne is with Spread Hope Now. It's an organization in Sykeson that's been, well, spreading hope for a long time now and making a positive impact uh, on the community. And as we all look around us and see all the craziness around us from COVID to riots and uh, even the threat of uh, murder hornets, uh, it's nice to have uh, some positive things happening in our community. And Marianne, a big positive event that's coming up is a School Fest, uh, which is coming up next weekend, August 15th. Uh, for those who don't know what it is, tell us, what is School Fest? School Fest is um, an event where we give out 
school supplies and backpacks to a thousand children, and we try to pray over these children um, before they start school. And it is sponsored by um, this year thirty churches slash organizations in our community. It's a it's an amazing thing. I've been a part of it before. Uh, my church is going to be a part of it again this year. So we're really excited to to be there. But so many kids come through and uh, can be impacted in a positive way as they come through. And it's just a great way for the community and for the churches um, just to you know give to the community and speak to the community and pray for the community. I think so, too. And and the way it works is that each organization or church picks a school supply that they would like to buy, and as you know, and they give that supply out. And the great thing about that is that children can pick out their supplies. Maybe they want a blue school box or a purple one, and so they get some ownership in that. They can also, we have a variety of backpacks, pick out the backpack that they would like. And so um, they can go into school that first day, knowing that they have everything that they need and and, uh, they're ready to go. You know, this year is a little different, as we've talked about already, about COVID. And, um, you know, lots of parents that are concerned, um, you know, things are going to look a little different this year because of COVID and and masks and social distancing and that sort of thing. It almost feels like, boy, that that prayer over the school kids this year at School Fest is just going to be a little something extra. I think so, too. Um, And we're looking at ways that we can actually provide um, prayer cards and take prayer requests and do some things um, that really let parents and kids know that the churches in this community really care about them, and we're trying to keep them safe. We're making some, some big changes into how we pass those items out so we can still have um, face-to-face contact but keep everyone safe. Which is, uh, I guess, my next question too was, how is this going to work? So, people, somebody comes to School Fest. What's the first thing they need to do? Um, there'll be um, a very shady line we close down the street so that there's a, a place for people to line up with social distancing. We would love for everyone to wear masks. If, um, and then once they register, we'll be able to go um, around the perimeter of the park. We're usually under one great big large tent. But we're not going to do this that this year. We're going to um, separate the church tents by about ten feet, so that people can go through the line with their little group or their little family, knowing that they're not really in contact with anyone else, and we'll be outside. Um, so we think it's going to work really well. It's going to be huge. I mean, thirty churches helping out and organizations and groups—that's a lot of people. It really is, and we've been, I mean, there's some new organizations that are helping out this year. There's some civic clubs that give a donation to help with food or anything else that is needed. Um, the uh, Sykeston School Administration will be there cooking hot dogs and passing out water and chips to families so that they can enjoy that as they go through, and so um, we think it's going to be great. We really do. And that's nice, too, that the administration is there to, to be a part of this. If anybody and if anybody, so if anybody else would like to be a part of it, all they have to do is message us um, at Spread Hope or call the number on our website, and we still have room for people. We'll make room for people up to the very last day. Yeah, and I know that I'm kind of we're cutting in and out a little bit, so I know you're having a hard time hearing me. Uh, what I said was the administration being there at the uh, at School Fest is going to be nice to have the, from Sykeston. 
Oh, definitely. They definitely will um, be there. And they, they want to assure these kids and make things as normal as possible, and they definitely want to be a part of it. They, they always are, and they want to be there and be the cornerstone of it this year as well. Yeah. So, and uh, I mean, I'm on the school board, so, uh, you know, it, it's, it's great to have our administration who's so, um, you know, it, they're involved with the community in other ways, not just uh, through the, because of the school. They're part of other groups and organizations, and they go do a lot of things. And it really helps when you have, you know, your teachers, your administrators involved with the community outside of school and uh it's great that that, that they're going to be there so um pe- people that uh that are, are going to be um helping out and i know you mentioned if somebody wants to volunteer um but i kind of want to go back to just spread hope now um ideas you know you it takes a lot of people to do things um but everyone has ideas, and, and I think you and I have talked about this before. Um, don't hoard your ideas. Don't keep them to yourself. Like, tell people about it. And I know you guys are always looking for, you know, ideas and opportunities. I mean, people can contact you with those ideas, too, don't right? Well, they definitely can. And um, that's how a lot of our projects have gotten started. And somebody will have an idea but not really have the manpower or the funds to get it started. So, um, a couple of things, we, we give out hygiene kits to people who are homeless um, or people starting out in the shelter. And so uh, we take trial-size items and we have groups that come in and package those together in Ziploc bags so that they're ready to go. And we have a homeless map in um, ministry where people can cut plastic bags and make homeless mats that provide shelter and warmth. Um, out of Walmart bags or plastic bags, and they can crochet those and, and provide those. So there's, those are some of the ideas that people have just come up with and, and kind of approached us about. And such simple ideas that make such a big impact on someone's life. They really do. And we have volunteers that come in, and um, they love the volunteers, so they'll kind of help out on a Saturday. We're open to take donations from 9 to noon. So people come in and sort things for the warming center or... Um, sort children's clothes for the sunshine closet for foster children. And um, so there's just always something to be put away or sorted or cleaned um, to keep things in, in good shape so that when we have um, something that's an emergency, things can go out quickly. And I know, uh, Marianne, so many people, I mean, I've heard this many times, what can one person do? And when you take one person and you team them with another person and then you team them with another person and all of a sudden you have a collectively uh, large number of people that are working together. I mean, really, somebody is listening who may be somewhat inspired. You just got to say, listen, just just try, just do something in the community to make that difference. Oh, definitely. And I, and I think um, people are welcome to come by and take a tour on a Saturday or set one up and kind of look. Uh, sometimes when you see the layout of the building and you see all the items in the warehouse that have been donated, whether that's toys or bedding or towels, these are all used items for the most part that people are, are giving so that we can repurpose those for families and, and especially children who don't have the things that they need. And um, just knowing that the things that you have a surplus of can really change someone else's whole outlook and give them the hope they need to move forward. It's, it's a really, um, it gives a lot of joy. 
Yeah, absolutely. So before you turn, you know, get rid of whatever it is that's in your house, uh, think of Spread Hope Now first and uh, and let them know what, what you have, and they'll assess whether or not they can use it or somebody else can use it. Uh, that's what you need to do. It's a great organization in selection that has been making an incredible impact um, on our community. And, and Marianne, we can say thank you enough to you and all the volunteers for everything that you guys do for this community through Spread Hope Now. Well, thanks, Glenn, for having us. It's always great to have a chance to talk about it. Absolutely. Welcome on the show anytime. And again, if somebody has questions, the, the webpage is a great place to go and find out more about Spread Hope Now, Facebook page. But if they want to call, uh, what, what number can they call, Marianne? It's 380-0177. All right, and then uh, set up an appointment, go by, check it out, and see how you can make an impact with Spread Hope Now. Marianne, thanks again for being on the show today. Thanks, Glenn. I appreciate you having me. Marianne Moyers with Spread Hope Now. We thank her for being on the show, and thank you, too, for joining us every weekend on KSIM and KZIM. Again, if you're just uh, getting to the show and you missed it, just go to iTunes, type in the talk of Sykeston. You'll find us there, and, of course, the Facebook page as well. Always a pleasure. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next weekend on the talk of Sykeston.